0: I've been praying for the non-believers. All my neighbors thinking I won't leave her. Awful League to fall for raw deceivers. They don't care what the creator prefers. They don't believe in walking up to Peter. They don't believe in God, Jesus either. Go from breeders the instant reapers. Listen to the tweeters, the twisted leaders, misdemeanors. Then you go for felonies. Hello, and welcome to Be Vigilant. I'm your host, Matt Dean. Today with me is my wife and co-host, Becky. Today's episode is sponsored by us here at Be Vigilant. Once again, we are so thankful for everybody that tunes in on American Christian Network Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. We are also thankful for all those that have helped keep us on the air this far. Becky, what is going on today?
1: It's November 1st.
0: Well, as we record this, it's November 1st, yes.
1: Oh, yeah, sorry. I don't know what day it is.
0: Mm -hmm. It's November 3rd, as if you're listening on (laughs) ACN, or if you're catching us on our digital platforms. Digital platforms. All right. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. That would be everywhere except for Pandora and Apple Music. Um, Because the other one we're not on. Apple Music. Yeah. Hey, if you haven't checked out Ashley McBride on Fridays at 3 p.m. on American Christian Network, check her out tomorrow. Very special guest. I think you guys, if you like listening to this show, I hope you like listening to Ashley's show. Special guest. My wife Becky will be on Ashley's show at three PM. Also, once again, we gotta remember the Patriot Power Hours today. Following us is Church and State at three thirty. If you have never checked out what Caleb and Gabe and sometimes they let Travis talk on that one too.
1: Sometimes even Sawyer.
0: Oh wow. They're getting a- Those guys have a big production team. Yeah. They've got a studio, a production team, interns, I guess, now on Church and State. Makeup
1: and hair. Just kidding.
0: Yeah. Caleb (laughs) does get his hair done, I think.
1: Mostly. Anyways.
0: He wears eyeliner. They have great interviews, great content. Uh, Check them out on ACN 330. And on Tuesdays and Thursdays, stick around for Patriot Radio with Pastor Matt Shea on at 4. And uh, he will enlighten you, to say the least. He, he keeps it real. He keeps it biblical. He brings you news from the nation, the world. And I appreciate everything he does and helped to get us on the air, right? Yep. Once again, we are looking for funding to help keep us on the air on American Christian Network. i got to throw this out. If you'd like to help keep us on the air, reach out, 509-818-7818. Don't be afraid you're not calling someone's house. Please don't call in the middle of the night, or maybe do. Or maybe I'll answer. You never know what I'll say in the middle of the night if you call.
1: Well, sometimes you're working in the middle of the night, so you might be able to answer it and have a coherent conversation. Uh, yeah,
0: might I might scare you. <laughs> no, we would we would love to partner with anybody out there that would like help keep us on the air. This is we feel called by God to bring you guys biblical truths, what what we take from the Bible. Because I think sometimes when you hear people read different parts of the Bible, they. They can put their own inflections on it, right? Mm -hmm. We're never gonna make things up, but maybe just the way Becky interprets Proverbs thirty-one, she's scowling at me now.
1: I don't interpret the Bible; I just get stuff from it. Yeah,
0: I guess "interprets" the wrong word, huh?
1: Yeah, it's what I get from because I can get something different from the same verse several Mm -hmm. times.
0: Yeah. So, well, it's it's each way each way somebody brings the word, like you know, if you heard the show last week on making full proof of your ministry, it took me to hear a great guy at a from Tennessee laid out online who's recently surrendered to preach. I know I've heard that verse before,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but it's the way he, the words he uses, is what unlocked it for me. Mm-hmm. So that's what we hope to do on the show is maybe as we speak biblically, biblically? Libicky. Yeah. It unlocks it for somebody else. And that leads us into today's show. Today is November 3rd. Oh, right. We're five days out from the elections, the general elections, midterm elections, whatever you want to call them. And we wanted to let everybody know what we feel about the candidates running. We're going to put the lens of being a Christian, of being a... Becky doesn't like when I say pro-life, but that's a general term everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Because we're really abolitionists.
1: Well, yeah, I, most people are pro-life. We're abolitionists. I think most people don't know that they're abolitionists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but true. there are a lot of just pro life people that yeah. are okay with some abortion.
0: And we got to take, we got to use that word again. I'm not going to say take it back because abolitionists were in this country started out with they were Christians that wanted to abolish slavery because nowhere in the Word of God could they see where it said let's use we should have slaves. Mm-hmm. I've I've talked. With people at length, because their what do you call it, version of the Bible? mm mm-hmm. Use the word slaves, where my King James said servants. Yep. He, okay. I mean, there is, you know, somewhere where the words were interchangeable, but the one that mine was using, and they were just shocked. I said, maybe stop using that message Bible. <laughs> I'm they kidding.
1: weren't using the message Bible, <laughs> were
0: they? I wouldn't hang out with anybody using the message Bible. Come on now.
1: <laughs> you don't know that?
0: Maybe I do. If I do yeah. and I hurt your feelings, I apologize. I'll still I'll hang out with anybody that uses any Bible. How's He that?
1: apologizes, <laughs> but maybe take a good hard look at the version of that Bible that you're using and compare it to an ESV or a KJV.
0: NIV's got good stuff too. maybe not this new wall They
1: leave stuff out. Get
0: an NIV from like the eighties, right? Yeah. Before they not, gender neutrified not gender it. Neutral. Yeah, I know it But a-
1: also the NIV. The original NIV came out of the garbage can at the Vatican. Someone had translated it or wrote whatever mm-hmm. and threw it in the trash.
0: And they didn't and translate someone, all of it.
1: And someone dug it out, and and now here we are. So I mean, if you're still using the NIV, I, I that was the Bible I had growing up. I got saved. Hey, you know it whatever did its job. tool
0: you use to lead people to salvation, let's do it. Maybe you use the message Bible and that leads people to salvation. Then I've got to I'm gonna eat.
1: go ahead and say no one's ever been saved by reading the message Bible.
0: Hey, there's a challenge <laughs> right there. But I don't there. know. That's a challenge right there. If you're listening and you got saved because you were reading the message Bible or somebody was reading Or re- the
1: Passion translation.
0: That's just crazy. No, no, no. I kid. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> If you have, give us a call. Shoot us a text, 509-818-7818. Find us on social media. Let us know through messages. If you don't want to talk to us because we're weirdos and you don't want to call us on the phone because you're like, I don't even like listen to you on the radio. Anyways,
1: Why? I'm very awkward on the phones. So. Yeah. Luckily, Matt's the one that has that phone.
0: Yep. Shoot us a text. If you were le- reading the Message Bible and got saved or the Passion, I'm, not, I'm less familiar with the Passion Bible. This is how new to Christianity I am. I just thought there was a KJV. Sorry, I I didn't I didn't know there was other translations.
1: That's because you go to a KJV only church.
0: But even growing up, I didn't know you know I knew there was a Bible mm-hmm. and I had read it before and it had doth and thus and <laughs> you know and the KJV lingo. <coughs> I'm not a hip, cool, skinny jean wearing
1: message Bible carrying
0: yeah guy.
1: <laughs> Let's stop picking on Bibles.
0: All right. Because we're here to go over the Spokane County Voters Guide. If you checked out Church and State, they laid this out for you. Caleb laid out how he, we're going to be very similar. So I I don't think that we will differ too much from the Church and State, who they support in this election. But if we go to measures, if you've got your Spokane County Voters Guide, and if you're listening outside the county, once again, hit us up. I will go, I will do the research for these people and I will overlay what Christianity says and what they say. And we can go from there. But if you're in Spokane County, let's talk about this. Statewide advisory vote number 39. So any of these advisory votes start with the legislator increased without a vote of the people the tax on aircraft fuel from 11 cents to 18 cents per gallon, costing 14 million in its first 10 years for government spending. The tax increase should be repealed. If any of the measures you know does that doesn't affect you, you think, because you you don't buy aircraft fuel. Who cares? It does. If it starts with the legislator increased without a vote of the people. The people are us. Yep. <laughs> Jeez, yes, we sorry. elected to send these people there, but things like this need to be brought to us.
1: Yep, every time I read one of those the legislator increased or decreased whatever without the vote of the people, I stop reading and it's a no for me.
0: Just repeal them, if anything. and Do what you like. If you like this, you can keep it, but we're not telling it. This is how we see government should be working. and So anytime, like we said, increase without the vote of the people, repeal it. Make them come back to us.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let us decide.
1: There should never be a vote without the people.
0: Yeah. So, you know, the other statewide advisory board is also that they did a tax without that. Um, there's a a lot of different school districts looking for levies. I don't want to wade into controversial territories. Why? I guess, hey, Becky and I, if you're going to ask for a school levy, we're going to say no. Why are you not working? you
1: mishandled the-, the millions of dollars you've gotten in the past. Why on earth would people want to give you more? Don't say, it's for the kids, because the kids don't benefit from that money. Mm-hmm. You do, teachers. Yeah. You do, school board, or school district offices and you've mishandled the money in the past and that's why you have to continually ask for more money
0: yeah (laughs) and before you school union members and you pta members jump down our throat i will say teachers need to be paid more i've said that before Mm -hmm. more money should be allotted but if you can't take the money that's been allotted to you and operate correctly you should be removed Mm -hmm. superintendents school boards I mean, it's it's too closely resembling our federal government at this point. Mm-hmm. Levies go for different things. We'll figure that out. Go get grants. Do whatever you have to do. But personally, mm-hmm. Becky and I we're, we are going to vote no on school levies. If you that you never listen to us again, I'm sorry for that. But it's just <clears throat> it. Maybe it's my libertarian mindset, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What did you do with the money that you were supposed to use? Mm-hmm. Don't even tell me inflation, because way before this astronomical (laughs) inflation, have there been school levy Mm. votes. All right. So that's where we're going to jump from there, because I haven't done the exact research on every levy or town. If you live in Rockford, Edwall, things like that, maybe you do a little research. I don't want to step into areas where I don't know anything. Right. So we're going to go to federal candidates. This is a year, Christian. This is a year where we can get rid of the Quaker Oats guy. Once again, I've got to thank Kayla from Church and State for pointing that out to me. I want to see her with those. Patty Murray, the Quaker Oats guy, she's also known as, has a good contender running against her. Tiffany Smiley. She's Tiffany Smiley is running as a Republican. She has a lot of great endorsements. She took on the government and won. She gets my vote. And she, it's just time, Washington. It's time to get rid of the old guard. We were watching a commercial, and it seemed like it was a Tiffany Smiley commercial for Patty Murray, against Patty Murray, mm-hmm. talking about how she's lockstep with the Biden regime and this, that, and the other thing. And I looked at Becky. I'm like, this has got to be a Tiffany Smiley commercial. No. It was paid for and sponsored by Patty Murray. <laughs> she is bragging about following this failed regime down the toilet. <laughs> she's been there 30 years.
1: Maybe her campaign manager wants her to lose. Yeah. That's why this commercial came
0: out. Campaign manager's like, I'm done running this campaign. <laughs>
1: this will be a great commercial. <laughs> It'll show you everything you're doing.
0: Yeah. Because yeah, you can't even tell me if you're a Democrat, you're excited about the direction of this country. No. And I can tell you, if you're a Democrat, your party left you in the dust a long time ago. Mm-hmm. This new regime of pushing identity politics, socialism, your own truths... Is garbage. It's not the Democratic Party that you grew up with. No. The socialists knew that they could take over this, this party the quickest. I saw people <clears throat> post that five, six years ago. And to that effect, libertarians, let's take over the, the Republican Party. Let's make the Republican Party the true conservative party that it is. Yep. So that's that's who's getting my vote. Tiffany Smiley for U.S. Senate. Here's here's the thing. If there was two Democrats, I still would probably vote for the other Democrat over. Patty
1: yeah, Murray. for real. She's been here too long. Move on.
0: Yeah, that's that's just that's the breaks, lady. You you're nothing. You've done nothing but fail. Then we move on to Congressional District Five, which is most of the eastern part of Washington. We at U- the incumbent U.S. Representative Kathy McMorris Rogers against Natasha Hill.
1: Here we have to vote for the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Unfortunately.
0: I've been getting texts nonstop from Kathy McMorris-Rogers. People asking me if I'll vote for her. And when I challenge them, the texts stop. (coughs) Weird. If you know, there's a lot of people that know Kathy McMorris-Rogers. She's from Spokane. If you know her personally, I bet you she's a real nice lady. Mm -hmm. I hear that. Uh, She's done some stuff for the vets. That's good. Even though our VA is horrible. Mm -hmm. The VA doctor that went to prison came from Spokane. And this is years ago, so maybe the wheels are being righted. I love veterans. I love the VA. I think they deserve more respect. I would like to have seen CMR, they call her in the the inner circles I hear, do more. Yep. But I would like to see her voting more like a true conservative.
1: Yes. Not voting
0: to get her other pet projects through. Mm -hmm. She does want to save the dams, and that's good. Natasha Hill wants to get rid of the dams. Natasha Hill is a— Does
1: she know anything?
0: I don't— even the Native Americans. Why
1: would you get rid of the dams?
0: Uh, fish. To let the fish swim freely. That's it.
1: Fish swim freely anyways.
0: Mm-hmm. You can put a fish in a bowl and it's happy. Yep. Even the Native American alliances don't want the dams gone.
1: We don't even eat the fish out of the Spokane River for crying out loud. We're
0: talking the Columbia River dam. All right. You probably Maybe get I should of the have Spok-
1: known that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Spokane River dam does generate electricity, though. Remember that, people. As we battle inflation, we do have hydroelectric power. That's cheaper, right? hmm So they want to get rid of the dams. Natasha Hill is widely come out to say that police were—she's uh, anti-cop, that they were created just to collect slaves that ran away. I don't know if she knows what she's talking about. She
1: does not know what she's talking about.
0: You know about. what she did? She read the 1619 Project by that hack out there from uh, the New York Times. Hannah something?
1: hmm Hannah Banana.
0: Man, sure. Don't get your history from the 1619 Project. Kathy McGuire's rogers I hear she is a good conservative lady, but there's somebody in Congress, the congressman from Kentucky, Thomas Massey, who almost always scores a 100% on voting in line with the Constitution. That people. That's why we send these people to D.C., It's to vote along the Constitution, not Mm -hmm. to further their pet projects.
1: Yeah, I think we forgot that. You go and you vote for the Constitution. Yeah. The end. So
0: in this, I will, you know, Kathy McMorris-Rogers is, like Becky said, the lesser of two evils. Is she a real conservative? I do not believe so. Mm -hmm. Hey, somebody knows her, have her give me a call. We can debate this on the air if she likes. I won't do anything to skewer her image. But you need these politicians need to know you need to represent the people that want the Constitution upheld, which is probably everybody. Mm-hmm. The inflation but, is so high.
1: Most everybody. There's I, a lot I of even idiots think, out there that...
0: Well, yeah, there was the one guy that abolish- ran against it. Natalie Paulson in the primary that said he wanted the $24 million handed out to each homeless person. <laughs> he said it's their money. Oh, is it? Tax uh, dollars or their money. Yeah. Anywho. So, vote how you want on that one. I think Kathy McMorris-Rogers is much better than Natasha Hill. Mm-hmm. Secretary of State, if you did listen to the show on Tuesday, you heard an interview with a great gentleman, Brad Clippert, State Representative Brad Clippert, <clears throat> in his 15th year, a state representative out of there, out of the 8th District. He's running a write-in campaign. The Spokane, uh, not Spokane, The Washington State... Republican executive board, so, you know, up there. Mm-hmm. 23 out of 23 of those members voted for him to go on this riding in campaign because there's no Republicans in there. He ran for Congress. There was a muddled race there with eight people running. Dan Newhouse got through again. So Steve Hobbs, he's a Democrat. This is how cool Brad Klippert is. He has stories of Steve Hobbs from when they were in the Washington State National Guard. <laughs> he knows him. He thanks him for his service. But he says... You know, you're a Democrat. You're going to fall in line with Jay Inslee. Julie Anderson, she's an independent, in air quotes there. She wants ranked choice voting. Ask Alaska how that's working. Uh, it's not. Yeah. It's almost like an, in aggregate you vote, you give somebody a one, two, three, four, and five, or in this case, one, two, and three. The person, they add it all up. The person with the most ones wins. That's not voting. No. That's voting for your homecoming queen. Yes. <laughs> So, Secretary of State, I'm writing in Brad Clippert.
1: I'm writing in Bla- Brad Clippert. Yep. Or Blad.
0: I met him. Great <laughs> dude. He's a sheriff's deputy, a school resource officer. He's got his master's in education from Northwest University over there. The guy's just been busy his whole life, and he's been in politics for a long time because he knows that the Lord has called him to do that. hmm So, that's Secretary of State. Moving on to our legislative districts here in Spokane County. Legislative, state representative for the district three, position one, Marcus Riccelli, the incumbent. And we have uh, Scotty Nichol, who is a Republican. I don't know much about him, but he's not Scotty. He's not Marcus Vercelli So me personally, Scotty Nichol, if I could vote for him, maybe I can. Oh, no. Free and transparent elections. Yeah, right? <laughs>
1: we're not
0: on the other side. <laughs> hey, Scotty Nichol sounds like a good guy from what I've read about him. He wants to take the conservative voice over to Olympia. Marcus Riccelli's been there a while. Sounds like a kind of pasta, Riccelli, right? Hey, but in the same Legislative District 3, we've got a great race, Position 2. The incumbent is a Democrat, Tim Ormsby, and we have our friend, Natalie Paulson. She's
1: been on the show two times. Yep.
0: So I tell everybody, Natalie was on the show that the, the day she went to the school board meeting, the district... And they fired her for not wearing a mask in school because she saw that the children were suffering. She didn't take the mask off because she thought, I'm going to be some rebel. Mm-mm. She took the mask off because she said, enough is enough. These children that you've hired me to make sure that they're educated properly and that their brains grow are suffering because of these masks. So she took it off. Spokane Public Schools fired her. Shame on you, District 81.
1: Mm-hmm. Vote for her.
0: Vote for Natalie Polson. She is a great lady. She's a patriot. She's a a Christian. She has got a little girl that can really sing. (laughs) I couldn't say enough good things about Natalie. She's been out there with a grassroots moment. She's movement. She's one of these seats that if we can flip, we can take back the state. Yep. Tim Ormsby, once again, you've been there too long. You're a party animal. Pretty sure you had a DUI when you were going to some meeting. Yeah,
1: it's time to go.
0: Uh, You know, I'm not bagging on people with alcohol problems, but. Maybe there's a better place suited for you.
1: <clears throat> well, just don't drink and drive and be yeah. a representative.
0: Yeah. If you got a problem, let's get you help. Now we're moving to legislative district four. This is where we get to vote for position one. Ted Cummings, and Suzanne Schmidt. Suzanne Schmidt is getting my vote because I listened to Ted Cummings talk before. He says he's a Democrat. He is a socialist. Mm-hmm. He The words came out of his mouth scared me more than pretty much any politician I've ever heard speak on top of Joe Biden, on top of AOC. This is the man that with when it, the government comes to take everything from you is gonna help them. And I do have it on Good Word that the union that he's part of doesn't like him. They don't support him. He wants to he doesn't talk about his work. He talks about being a horse rancher. And he talks about all the lockdowns and the masking and everything. The guy it scares me.
1: He's a snake in the grass.
0: Yeah, or a snake on your ankle because he's not even hiding. Yeah. I I don't want to compare him to guys with stupid mustache from World War II, Mm-mm. but he would be part of their crew. That's all I'm saying.
1: Yep.
0: So Suzanne Schmidt's getting my vote. Met her. She's a nice lady. Yeah. Great, successful business lady. I think she'll bring she'll bring our voice over there. And we go to position two: Rob Chase versus Leonard Christian, both Republicans.
1: Rob Chase, end of story.
0: Yeah, if you listen to the Monday show, you heard Rob Chase. Rob Chase has become a good friend of ours, and not because he's a state legislator. Because when we met him, he wasn't good friend of ours. Because he's just one of the nicest guys. I don't. He doesn't care if you got a D or an R in front of your name. No. He he wants to bring your voice, the people's voice. He is a truly one of the last politicians that I've met that just says, "What do the people want?" Mm-hmm. If we could. If we had a uh, a vote and said, Rob, we want you to take this to Olympia that says we want our flag to be, you know, Abraham Lincoln instead of Washington on it, he would do it.
1: <laughs> He'd say, well, that's kind of weird, but okay. Yeah.
0: this is the, <laughs> Hey, Rob Chase is a great guy. Uh, Leonard Christian, I don't know, but I've seen he's not for these. Uh, I don't know if anybody's caught any of these legislative uh, sign-around sheets that are going to try to repeal Inslee's... Uh, Emergency powers. He, he's. Restore
1: police pursuit. Yeah, restore
0: police pursuit. He's not for that. It, to me, I don't know. He's
1: a low key Democrat.
0: Ouch. His signs even look Democrat.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying these things because we are running out of time. Okay. To get
0: through them. So, Rob Chase. You can go up to District six, 6. If you're listening from up there, Jeff Hawley's not. Uh, Jeff Hawley, Mike Voltz, nobody's running against him. Position 2, Jenny Graham, Michaela Caso. Kelso. Jenny Graham is a Republican. I've heard her talk a few times. Good lady. She'd get my vote if I could vote up there. I'll even try, maybe. I'm kidding. If anybody, don't don't send me to jail. District 7, Shelly Short. Nobody running against her. Then we have Jacqueline Maycumber, Lonnie Ray Williams. Maycumber is the incumbent. I read Lonnie Ray Williams. He's an American first candidate. If you like that, I'd vote for Lonnie Ray Williams. Jacqueline Maycumber, She's uh, she's been there a while. So maybe it's time to change it. They're both conservatives. It's a you know, I'm if I could vote there, Lonnie Ray Williams would get my vote, I believe. And then judicial candidates, su- Supreme Court, write in anybody you want. Not a good one is a good not anybody that's running for the Supreme Court for Washington State is any good. Write whoever you want in there besides a Disney character. We're done with Disney characters running for office. Yeah,
1: don't run don't write Disney. Write uh a veggie tale there, there you go, go. right Wh- a veggie tale larry bob, the lunt bob the tomato yeah larry the cucumber larry the cucumber larry the
0: what's the lunt <sighs> Mr. All right. Lunt. county commissioners here we go this is a hot one put district one if you're there it's chris jordan kim plus i please. think please she's uh printing she's been a business lady here if i could vote there i'd be voting for her uh, District 2, Amber Waldorf is the Democrat. Michael, Michael Cathcart is a Republican. I can tell you what, Michael Cathcart sitting on Spokane City has been really trying to push the conservative voice, so he'd get my vo- vote if I could vote there. District 3, here's a good one, Josh Kearns versus Wild Bill Schreiner. <laughs> we got to meet Wild Bill, and that name fits him. Yep. <laughs> he, has, he has no party affiliation. He's a wild man. He's a business guy. He's worked for counties. Josh Kearns is the incumbent. I believe he's a conservative. This is who we have to vote for. In our district, uh, you know, I'll probably go with Josh Kearns. Give him, I'll give him one more shot. How's that? <laughs> Josh Kearns, if you're listening, which you're probably not, is your last shot. I won't vote for you again if you don't.
1: If you st- don't grow a spine.
0: Yep, step up. District four, Mary Cooney, Brian Noble. No D- brainer.
1: Brian Noble.
0: Brian Noble. All the way. Pastor, good friend of ours. You heard him on the show. That's who I'd be voting for. District 5, Maggie Yates, Elf, Al French. Al French does say he's the conservative. I've yet to see any of the moves he's made as commissioner. He says
1: he's a conservative. We're just going to leave it at that.
0: Mm-hmm. Maggie Yates is a progressive Democrat, so take it as you will. Then uh, auditor, Bob McCaslin, your and my friend. That's who we would vote for. So get Vicki Dalton out of there, Bob McCaslin. Prosecuting attorney, Larry Haskell. Hands down, good guy, met him. Sheriff, you guys have heard on the show a couple times, Wade Nelson. That's my guy who, I'm, who I'd am who i pick. And then district court judge, there's only two of those that are uh, people running contested. Jenny Zaponi is who I'm going to vote for, and Deanna Kroll, the other two, are very progressive. We don't need them in our district court judges. And that's all I've got for this election. I hope you guys took something out of that. You missed anything you can find us wherever you get your podcasts for Becky thank you I'm Matt until next time